10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, Welcome, everybody, to the Talking Gaming and Tech Podcast once again. We, as you know, have now passed the point where the Snyder Cut is now a reality. And yes, we are going to get into a whole freaking butt ton of it. Because it was four hours long, so if you're excited about the Snyder Cut and you watched it, stay up. Stay tuned to the end of this podcast because almost most of the second half is going to be about the Snyder Cut. So you look forward to that. But other news, we have Qualcomm is going to be making literally its own Switch. Like, I don't know. We'll have to see. And (laughs) Rocket League is sideswipe is coming to iOS and Android. Mobile? Well, what? Well, who fucking cares? Anyway, <laughs> Microsoft is reportedly going to buy Discord, so we'll see. And the Final well, Fantasy for right well, buy everything. <laughs> yeah, the Final Fantasy Eleven reboot has been canceled, but we'll get in details. So, yeah, and obviously some news about PUBG. So, we will see. Okay. So, what the heck has everybody been up to since last week besides watching Snyder Cut? (laughs) Besides watching Snyder Cut. Every time you ask this, I always forget what the fuck I was doing. Uh, Well, I'm not kidding. I literally forget every time. Uh, nothing. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You weren't, you planning, you weren't planning for your your D and D. Yeah, but that's all broken now. <laughs> like I, if you say you're gonna be somewhere and then you just cancel it because you made other plans, that's just rude. Well, I don't know. No, no, well, Nate. Well, if I if you say I'm coming and then. Someone you know says, hey, you want to go to dinner? And you go, yeah, fuck it. I'll go to dinner. That's dickheaded. If someone yeah, yeah, calls true. you and says, we have Very a problem, true. we have an emergency or something, that's different. Very but true. if you get asked out and you make other plans, that's rude. That Very true. Very true. Very yeah, true. but. There's no but. I, w- <laughs> I just hold a different standard because I wouldn't do that. Like if yeah. I made plans to go over Nate's house Saturday night. And then Aaron said I wanted to go. She wanted to go for a walk. I'm like, I already made plans. We'll go Sunday. Yeah, very true. Because it's rude. So yeah, I understand. But it's anyway, a new, it's a new person, so it's not so, like it's besides. Like... Does you say, "Hey, I'll go out with you any other time"? <laughs> I have plans that Saturday light night. Yeah. And from the message I got, it could have just been, "Hey, I can hang out with you. I just got to be home by this time." <laughs> oh well which would work too yeah so it's, anyway besides not mad at him it's just rude staring at a wall what the hell you been up to 
Staring at you want to know what I've been up to? Been staring at boxes. Dude, you really? Because you want to get into this shit? <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I've added 26 <laughs> hours of build time in Fantasy Grounds over the past week and a half for yeah, this no, fucking D and D thing that people committed to. That's why. Yeah. That's yeah. why I'm not doing anything. Move along. Find what everybody else did. Because I blew okay. a lot of my week and two hundred dollars on this shit, and all I asked was be honest about whether or not you're going to show up. Bazinga. Uh, just packing and packing. Uh, enjoying some of the weather a couple times because it's been nice and cold and nice and cold. Uh, uh, it keeps going back and forth. New England, oh. yay! Uh, oh. but uh, I did go to DQ the other day just because I it was open. <laughs> they're open. Yeah, they're That's open. That's how you get fat, dude. Oh. oh, I know. Well, it was the first time I've gone, and I brought you know the girls. No, I'm just saying, like, oh, they're open? That's how you get fat. Oh, if man. the reason you're going is because they're open, that's how you end up fat. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, I'm i excited for the weather because, um, you know, I started walking the other day. I got to start walking and exercising mm. so I don't die. <laughs> but uh, I played a little Call of Duty the other day. Played some Apex last night with the guys for a little bit until we were like, what the hell, man? The hackers are getting bad. Um. They're everywhere, dude. Apex yeah. too. It's it the, the they're just bleeding hack. Um, it's it's that, almost like it's becoming a hack. accepted that it's just the way you play and you think you're good doing it. Oh yeah, yeah. Like it's an accepted crutch now. Yeah, or it's like we know it's gonna happen, so we have to overcome the hackers too, which is makes it even more difficult to win. Yeah. But uh, that's, that's about it for me besides Snyderka and Debris. Debris, yeah, I have to check that out. But So I've been playing a whole lot of StarCraft. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yet you still bad. <laughs> so it was funny because I played this one guy who was master level, right? I haven't, I haven't played ranked, just unranked. Um. I beat this guy, and you then you did not was, beat someone master level. I want proof, or I'm not going to listen to this story. I, I can, I can send you the replay. Master Dude, you level, can barely unranked? make it out of, out of fucking silver. Actually, the highest <laughs> I got was upper tier gold, but that's besides the point. Um. Anyway, so I beat this guy. He actually put up a really decent fight. It was a good game. And then I'm like, how did I beat a master? What the fuck? Called fantasy. Um, it didn't happen. Well, no, I was looking at his thing, and I, I think he might have cheesed his way to master, or oh, he used dude. some kind of a hack. Because like cannon rushes. Well, no, no, he he played decent in that game, but what he did, okay. So last season he only made it not even anywhere out of bronze. Maybe he then, lost the account. Well, no, and then this season he all of a sudden he's a master, and I looked how many games he played. Only 243. I was like, no way. Right. Yeah, it's There's not no a way. pressure bubble, Nate. You didn't, you didn't beat a real master. No, I didn't. <laughs> no. He he definitely either hacked his way up to the top or something. Yeah. Because there's no way with only like under 300 games you're making it to master. No way. Uh-uh. So. I was like, that's. Yeah, I mean, no maybe way. if you were already master, like, yeah, 
if you were a master for a couple seasons, then it would be pretty easy for you to no. get ranked right up there. No, he's his total game yeah, that's what I'm ever saying. played. Yeah, there's no way. That no guy's way. not master. Um, that guy bought the account or something. Yeah, something. I don't know. but yeah, You could tell a master anyway, because if you played against an actual master, dude, you would have been like, you would have been miles behind in whatever you were doing. Hmm. Well, like even if you know how to play the game, you know the strategies, you would still be behind because they're perfect, and you know yourself you're not perfect. Well, no, but neither are masters. But still. yeah, but they are far. For example, you play and you you go to plant a, a a pylon, and you it takes you like three seconds to pick where you're going to plant it. A master knows exactly where he's going to plant it. No, like that's the difference. And that, that five seconds stacks up. So after like a minute of play, you're 30 seconds behind him because you're doing everything a little slower than he hmm. is. That's basically how it is when you're playing against someone that good. Yeah. So, and this is actually going to lead in our first story. So I was excited to see the GSL season one started code A. And we got a new player, Parzival, uh, from the GSL, which is crazy. He just started playing when he was 18, and now he's like getting up to the other levels of GSL, which is crazy. Only playing in a few years. Like some people are just really good. It's not oh. as crazy to think either, though, because <clears throat> when it's part of your, the culture over there, it's something you do every day, and you know, six months of playing fucking eight hours a day. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, yeah. it's it, like I'm not degrading his ability. I'm just saying it's not as crazy as you think for someone who plays like that to get that good. Yeah, that yeah. quickly. It's just a common thing for people that play that much. And I think he lives with Beyung. I think. I think that's oh, what he is. There he you lives go with... too. Huh? The, the, well, I said there you go too. The person he's playing with. You know your level. Your level of skill is is increased by the people you play with. Yeah. So if you're freaking playing with someone like Byung, all you're doing is learning how to wreck people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and one thing I noticed that was crazy. So I probably stopped watching a few years ago, and that's when a lot of these players went into the military. Well, they're all getting out of the military and going right back to StarCraft now. Which is... Except for is, my man, good. MC, who's just disappeared. Well, yeah. I miss MC so much, dude. MC was my favorite. Motherfucking boss toss. No. Parting is the best. I just like the character of MC, dude. <laughs> just like the like he was he he was like a wrestler, okay? He played a wrestling character. Well. I guess. Him well, and what's his I... name? Um Naniwa. Oh, Naniwa was, was fucking awesome. Naniwa was the super villain. <laughs> uh he was definitely the king of the north until he i don't know he just stopped playing or something he had a mental breakdown oh bitched yeah. out during a tournament like he got out there and after like a minute of play he claimed that the other guy could hear the crowd could hear what was like the crowd was chanting what was going on and the other person could hear it um, and that's how he caught his like cannon rush and then he just walked out and they kicked him out of like the i iem and oh that damn! Was basically, the end of his his career. So. Yeah. 
it's because well. he was one of the main guys I like to watch. I haven't picked up yet. I'm going to probably start watching this weekend since I'm off for like four days. Yeah. So the people that mainly host now is Afrika. And they post everything right to YouTube. Even the live, when they go live, it goes right to YouTube. Yeah, the problem with the YouTube thing is I can't, I always have trouble finding full videos. No, like they I post find matches. I just no. want the entire broadcast. Yeah, they do. So, a freak out, the live broadcast is posted well, when it's live, and then it's uploaded like once it's over. And then they also do like separate chunks if you want to watch it that way. So, they also, so this is what I want to get into. So, this is the first topic. So, and the reason why is because Afrika is the ones who kind of took over the StarCraft broadcast thing, whatever you want to call it. Anyway, yeah. so Tasteless and Artosis both like are really into the AF, what do you call it? The AS, yeah, ASL, which I'm sure a lot of people don't know what it is. It's StarCraft 1, like official like esport that still goes on. But they and still host. They still host the GSL. Yeah, that's their main job. Okay, because I'm not gonna um, watch without Tasteless and Arthur. Well, <laughs> what's his face? Tasteless has been doing PUBG, and I forget what Atosis is doing now. Also, he's doing something. Our Tasteless is doing PUBG. Artosis is doing crack cocaine. He went down <laughs> a dark, dark path. Oh, I don't know what he's. On a plus side, he finally made gold. <laughs> oh well. <laughs> Anyway, and everybody knows their name also known as Dan and Nick. Not I know I'm using Tasteless and Artosis, but they're also known as Dan and Nick. No, they're not. They're Tasteless and Artosis. <laughs> or oh. I will accept the casting archon. Oh geez. But nothing else. So they're actually they hosted seasons one to ten of the ASL. And then, so the ASL is just StarCraft 1. But the reason why they did it, and they had to, like, super convince, like, the Korean, like, Afrika, like, hey, people want to watch this. So, I don't know. And then they let them do it for 10 seasons, and I guess this season coming up, season 11, they said, no, we're not doing it. Uh, you, There's nobody watching. Foreigners are not into StarCraft 1. But, as of I think it was yesterday day before so artosis posted that africa said they would give them the vods and allow them to recast and like reshoot like the videos themselves and upload them for the asl which is really cool so which means foreigners can actually watch the asl hosted by them i find it incredibly odd that like their entire the entire base doesn't realize how much people in Korea and around that area like StarCraft 1. It's like they don't fucking get it. It's it's like telling me they're going to get rid of hockey for a new version of hockey. Mm -hmm. Like, I like StarCraft 2, but you don't need to get rid of the original sport. Yeah. It doesn't need to happen that way. Hockey 2.0. Yeah, you made hockey 2.0, and I'm, I'm doing fuck off 2.0. <laughs> yeah. We're going to add four goals. <laughs> oh, I don't know. That'd be, that'd be pretty good. 
and three teams play at the same time. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the triple threat hockey match. <laughs> oh, it looks like Boston and Toronto have joined up and are now peppering the hell out of the out of the LA goalie. Yeah. Uh. So he has no chance. It's a five on one. <laughs> but anyway, so StarCraft One is really good, and obviously the HD remake is a lot of fun. And the fact that it has an esports presence still to this day is like holy crap. That's like a testament to the game in general. A game that came out in the 90s, like, is still going, like, super strong. Yeah, yeah. But then again, that's because, the like, StarCraft 1 is, in a way, the better game. It's just wonky. Like, if they reprogram that game to work like StarCraft 2, but be StarCraft 1, people would Mm. enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah, the balance. The issues with StarCraft Two have nothing to do with the actual game, and anything to do with like the design, and maybe the fact that you can control every unit at once. There's an issue there too. Like that pisses people. That makes it so much easier to like just zerg the whole time, and that that's an issue. Oh well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, because you think about it, dude. In StarCraft One, it's much harder for you to manage enough units to zerg people but in in it's in starcraft 2 it's the simplest thing in the world to grab the entire group of people and just move an entire zerg army all at once well it's one button yeah so and because of that it makes it so much simpler so most of the time you see people not even micro in their units because of it yeah but that's not you go against a good play and you're not micro in your units you're done like it's not gonna work. Not saying it's a it's a guarantee all the time, but I can see why people are mad about how it overall works because it still is a lot easier. Yeah. And I didn't know this, like both um Dan and Nick both like normally like stream and like actually upload videos playing StarCraft like on YouTube. So. I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, and I did actually check out that like random documentary, and I guess it did. It it really did bomb. It doesn't. It does have some of the lowest like views. Like what? Of, like yeah, the StarCraft two thing. I mean, the StarCraft one thing. The Sons of Star. Yeah, that really. Yeah. I I it don't understand. Bomb. Like maybe it bombed, but I don't get why you call it a failure. It didn't fail. It just nobody like nobody. Not enough people care about StarCraft to care about watching that. But the thing did exactly what it was meant to do. There's nothing wrong with the actual StarCraft story. They they told you everything you need to know about StarCraft. Well, yeah. Like it just it just didn't catch on. It's not like it was a bad documentary. It was an excellent documentary. That's what yeah. I mean. There's literally nothing wrong with, from the documentary side. Just no, everything true. else. True. Yeah, I was just looking and it was like nobody like really paid attention. And I think it's just because, like, I watched it. No, I know. Also, you have to ask, you have to ask the other question of, did it not make money because people stole it? It was simple and easy to find, dude. Oh yeah. Like I found it in a heartbeat. Yeah. 
Well, no, no, no. They weren't even talking about that. If you actually look about it, they actually uploaded it right to YouTube and it barely got any views. I watched it day one, dude. I don't yeah. understand that. Literally so, watched it right away. Yeah. But and I guess there was a Kickstarter that went on with it or something that never made fulfilled it whatever it was gonna do. So so they never made like you know, I mean people never got exactly what they wanted from the Kickstarter, I guess. And some people were pissed off and there was a whole Maybe big thing about it. Yeah, if there was something wrong with the Kickstarter, that's a different story. Then yeah. you could consider that a failure in some ways. I just don't think the video I don't think the production of the show itself was a failure. Well, no, the production was great. Yeah, the like, documentary the YouTube was video, it did pretty badly. It did really badly. It's so fucking odd. Yeah. But then again, StarCraft bombed in America so hard. And mainly it was because, let's be realistic, you're not going to watch a sport when nobody on, in, your, in your country is any good at that sport. <laughs> Very true. And Very everybody true. in StarCraft in America was a goddamn there yeah. were there weren't a sing there wasn't a single good American Starcraft player. And before mm -hmm. someone tells me someone like Hawk and Paul Poke or whatever his name is, I'll point out that he never fucking won anything. <laughs> oh, no he didn't. No. Like, sorry. Reality people. I know people no, only... like Huck. Huck was a cuck. Yeah. Um <laughs> the only ones it's weird because the only foreigners right now is Scarlet and Special. But they've been both living in Korea for so long. I'm not sure if you call them foreigners. Yeah. So. They were, they were bred, uh, born and bred Korean, basically. <laughs> I guess. Without actually being <laughs> Korean. <laughs> Without actually... Uh, and, like, Special lives with Maru, like, one of the other best players. Like, I don't know. It's crazy. Anyway, let's get to our next topic. And if you're a StarCraft fan, go check out the ASL on Afrika TV YouTube channel. So, Okay. Microsoft is reportedly in the running to buy Discord for more than $10 billion. That's a lot of money. So earlier today in the Venture Beast, first reported that Discord is a chat communication platform that popular with gamers and many other groups is going through a sales process. To fetch more than $10 billion. the only question is left was who might snap it up at that price. Bloomberg cites anonymous sources saying that Microsoft is in the running to acquire the company. So I guess it's not completely confirmed yet. But they think they might go public instead. Yeah. Which means open up a Stark. Yeah. I just find it funny because people, like, Xbox people are real happy about all this shit, and I'm like, you retards do know it's never a good thing when someone just comes in with a wad of money and buys everything. Yeah. Like every single company in gaming that has ever done that has become EA, Activision. Like they've all become these shit companies that make shit games. Yeah, I don't want no big conglomerate buying Discord. Like it's and not... now you, now you're gonna lose what? Discord to these assholes. And I, you're I would rather it. have them just make a deal and put Discord on Xbox and PlayStation so they can all communicate. And be Switch. Be well, yeah, but because all the in-game uh, no chat sucks. Chat on split. <laughs> no one gives a shit about that stuff on the Switch. Because I think with the cross-platform, no, really, the cross-platform that are all coming out. Yeah. 
No, the in-game shots they make in games like is terrible. Apex they is bad. Just, they just need to stop adding that to games. Forget about the chat. Apex is bad. <laughs> and I'm, I'm no, I'm not. I'm this is my, not my usual trashing on Apex and trashing on video games. I'm playing Apex right now. I'm trashing on it because almost every day I have issues with connecting to that goddamn server. Last oh. night I got kicked out mid-game and it was like. <laughs> Failed to co- uh, to retrieve license. The servers weren't down. Just half the people playing weren't allowed to log back in. No. Oh. Like, That's great. Every day. You go on the Steam thing and every day there's someone complaining about it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, this shit just doesn't work. And it's because they're too cheap to make it work. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> they're just uh, embarrassing. Yeah. No, but... No, but Grim's definitely right. You don't slack. want any conglomerate buying any of these like things that people use normally. Like it gets saturated with like ads and everything else. It's like no, mm. we didn't. No, no. Well, that's the story to Ready Player One. <laughs> like a big conglomerate trying to buy out like the Oasis. No, it's just a bad thing. I mean, big money ruins video games. Just, it just, that's how it is. Unless you were like big money that came from like Squ- like Square. No, um, I Squ- would still not want Square to do it because I would expect Square to fuck it up too. Yeah, maybe. But like when you don't have competition, that this is the thing people are missing. Microsoft is trying to buy their way out of competition. And if they if there's no competition, then it just becomes this pathetic mess of a joke yeah. that no one wants to pay attention to. Like I'm not gonna, I don't care one bit about Xbox. I'm not gonna care even more if it's the only place because every game will go down in quality. Yeah, because they don't need to care. They're not the ones making the goddamn thing. No, and they'll tell the developers, "No, we did the game out. We don't care what's wrong with it." There's like, there's nobody else, so people are going to buy the game. And that's what's just sad. Like, there needs to be, like, some kind of competition. But, but, you know, that's what it is. Yeah, I just hope, uh, Discord, because, you know, what happens if if Discord were to go to, to Microsoft? Well, for but, one, they might charge a premium. Okay. Maybe. I don't know. Um, they would probably add ads. They would actually do whatever to update the interface to what they think is better. It would be green. <laughs> With certain Xbox green. colors and shit. Uh, yeah. Obviously, they would add it to Xbox. Yeah. Um, so. But I don't know. I don't know. Some of the comments are they'll end up killing off Discord like they did Mixer. Well, it's very different. I guess there's something called Telegram. It says Telegram is better. I don't know. I've never heard of Telegram. Telegram so they're is... Gonna buy, they're going to buy Telegram next? <laughs> no, Telegram Every is... time something comes up that's better, they're going to go out and buy it? Telegram is just like a messaging app. It's not really. I mean, you can no, build just, groups and stuff. Just in pointing it, out but... the idiot, the idiocy oh, of yeah, just yeah. constantly buying everything that's supposed to be better than what you have. 
<laughs> like it's embarrassing. It really is. I, I'm surprised they haven't bought Nintendo or Sony yet because they both make better systems. Mm. Well, <laughs> I don't think they have the money to. I'm but. just saying, if that's their reaction to everything. Well, to the things they can buy. I don't know. It's not the way, though. But we'll see. So Qualcomm is reporting building a Nintendo Switch clone powered by Android. Uh, the wild report from Android Police, David Roderick, uh, Qualcomm is planning to build an Android-powered Nintendo Switch clone. This device would be a gaming-focused tablet, serious cooling, and detachable side controllers. Um, so the Switch is powered by the NVIDIA Tegra SoC and Nintendo Top Flight game designer, while this Qualcomm console would be powered by a Snapdragon. Um, to launch around, I guess, Q1 2022. And according to the according to the report, the device would be attempt to showcase the company's Snapdragon chipset in a less traditional former. The new form factor would Oh, wait. If you think of it in a normal smartphone and come or with a 6,000 milliamp battery. Holy shit. Can't take that on a flight. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's a huge damn battery. The report applies to the problem. Ugh, can't talk. The report says that Qualcomm is using a premium supplier to manufacture the Joy-Con style controller. Yeah, premium supplier, my uh, ass. They're using the little Asian boys in China, building them in the slave factories I got them working in. And that, like the Switch device, will be reported to be able to video output to a, your gaming TV. An SD slot will report to be let you pack the device with games. Yeah, yeah, we know that. It's an Android device. Yeah, what games? No, they're just saying in general. No, I'm, I'm, I'm saying in general. They're not going to get licenses from anybody real, so it's just going to be a bunch of shitty mobile games put on a goddamn Switch ripoff. Well, yeah. They're done. We can move on. And then there's, <laughs> isn't Razer coming out with one, too? Was it Razer? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was a, a concept, but... Yeah. There's a concept for you. Don't bother, because if you don't have games that people want to play, no one cares. Well, it's... It's not really like we're looking at like a Western market. That's the thing. And not even the Europe market is really that big on it yet. But like Japan, like gaming cell phones are huge. It's weird. Yeah, but they, dude, they're playing gaming cell phones. They're not going to go buy a Switch ripoff. They're just going to keep using their gaming cell phone. Yeah. If they're going to buy something like the Switch, they'll buy a Switch. They're no, not I know, going but to they buy could this possibly. junk. They could buy this to replace their... Yeah, know. if it's marketed as a fake Switch and they don't know it. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, just as, like, an Android tablet that they can game on on the go. No. It'll no. do well in Japan. <laughs> no, because they have their phone. They, they're not going to. They have their phone. I don't like game, phone, game, phone games, but I hate to break it to you. They just use their phone games. Mm. They're not going to buy a gaming fucking laptop. I mean, a gaming whatever the fuck it is over a switch. If they already have the phone to play those shitty games on. I don't know. I think they would. The reason why is because what the heck are they called? The G one 
GPD? So whatever it's called. The mini computers that fold up that are like been coming out in the last like two years, like a ton of them have. Um, they are like barely doing anything in America, but their sales are like doing really well in Japan. No, I know there's there's GPDs, the GPD. Yeah, that's it. That's it. The GPD. Yeah. Again, a mobile versus mobile. Like if we're talking about mobile here, which I fucking hate altogether, their sales are a goddamn joke versus the actual mobile market. Well, these these ones just and they're a joke versus the Nintendo mobile market. No one's buying this. I don't care how mean I sound. No one's buying this fucking thing. (laughs) It's weird. I don't know why, like, they do so well in Japan. It's just that it is a different culture, and the culture is changing, but. There's this one. It's called the 1GX1 Pro 7-inch gaming laptop with the 11th core Tiger Lake Y, Hmm. core i7, Iris graphics, Windows 10. Uh, it's like a little handheld laptop with controllers on it. It kind of looks the yeah. back of it looks like an Alienware. Yeah, um, it kind of looks like a mini Alienware, but when you open it, it's got controls on it. Yeah, like one of them. This guy I watch on his way into work on the subway. That's what he uses. But All I'm saying is they're trying to go for a market that mm. doesn't exist for them. They, it's like jumping into the pool. <laughs> and the pool is like the size of your fucking foot because one half of the pool is filled up with mobile phones and the other half is filled up with Nintendo Switch and you're making a, a Nintendo Switch ripoff that plays phone game Yeah, who the fuck is buying that when they can play your shitty games on their phone no but I'm betting like it's weird if you look at like all anything mobile is doing so well in Japan. Yeah, but the reason why stuff like the Switch is doing well Nate, is because it's got Nintendo games on it. No, 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 no. I mean other gaming tablets also are doing well in Japan. But they're really not. They're doing well you think but in comparison to the market they're trying to crack, they're getting buried. No, no, no. I mean I'm just comparing it to western numbers. Like they're almost triple western numbers. Dude, triple means nothing if you're selling a you're selling a hundred fucking mobile platforms in Japan versus ten in America. No, it isn't. You know, like uh, my point being is like those sales are probably embarrassing versus the mobile phones and the switch, and they're going to jump into that market and try to take a chunk out of either one of them. They stand no chance of taking a chunk from any of these companies because mm. the phone is already there, and people already have the phone to do what they want with. And the people who don't want to use a phone because phone games suck are using the Switch. So who wants to buy this? The guy who doesn't want a phone game but also doesn't want a Switch? That doesn't fucking exist. <laughs> like it's just just buy, and, th- and these handhelds are so much more expensive than a, than a Switch. Yeah. But, the okay. There's a good they, range of... You're trying like, to make, like, shit out of, like, fucking... What the hell? Ah, oh, someone picked up my gun. <laughs> yeah, but there's like a lot of people are doing fairly well in Japan right now, as far as like in their like, like I guess you'd say like late twenties. Good for them. That also <laughs> do not want to have kids. So, and they most like, I mean, they like living their simple life, and they like playing video games, and they're willing. They'll buy a Switch. They'll buy a mobile phone. They'll buy a couple tablets. They'll buy a no. GPD, that's the thing. They'll buy a Switch. They'll buy, they'll buy a mobile. Nick. They'll buy a Switch. They'll buy a mobile phone. They're not going to buy the tablet that plays their mobile phone games, but no Nintendo games. 
if they're no, going to pick you, one or the they, other, they're not going to buy the mutant in the middle that doesn't do anything well. <laughs> no, I'm telling you, they will. They'll buy that. No, too. they won't. No, they That's, will. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They literally won't. No. Okay, you know what? You might be right because morons buy Xboxes when you can play it on PC and own it or PlayStation. So no, no. Maybe, maybe there's some retards out there going, I want to play hot that Candy Crush <laughs> on my fucking mobile Switch ripoff instead of on. Instead of owning my phone or using a switch, yeah, Maybe. no, I'm just saying like the culture is different. The culture is really into video games. Like these people are willing to like. I mean, like, oh, why not? I'll, I'll get that tablet. Could be fun to play some of my games on. You know what I mean? So, yeah, and then they go. You know what? I should probably just buy use my phone or buy a switch. They probably already own both of those. Then why would they buy? Another one. It's only seven it's just inches. For a new experience. If you actually pay attention to the culture a little more, you see what I mean. The culture is not we're fucking retarded enough to buy this shit. Okay, that's not <laughs> how it works. I don't know. I, I just I would understand if this thing was like it played games you can't get on your phone and it played Switch games. Then I'd be like, okay, it's got a market. It doesn't have a market. The people who own who want to play their phone games are already playing their phone games on their phone. Yeah. Can you There's install no Steam in it? Buying it? No, you can't install Steam on it? I'm going to install Steam Link, I guess. But, anyway. No, but like, for instance, like, I have a I have a big tablet. I have a, like a fairly big tablet that I mostly just use it for reading manga. That's it. Because What's it's a point? good platform to read manga yeah but that's have? dude that's not the that's not a specifically built gaming thing that no. is meant to be a ripoff of the switch no to play phone games on say if i was like i mean somebody was like okay i want a new tablet that you I mean i don't only read manga on well i can now game on it too so why not how many tablets do you have okay dude i'm not saying no one's going to buy it i'm hmm. saying it doesn't have a market for it to be successful some people will, but that's a minority of people who are going to go out of their way to buy a tablet that plays the games they play on their phone just so they can also read. They'll probably mm. just buy a cheaper tablet that lets them read. Like yeah. that market is small. I'm just saying it's a market that doesn't exist and these people are trying to jump in. It would yeah. be like if Apple tried to jump into console gaming by building a console that only played phone games. And then expected people to get out, go out of their way to buy it. The only people that would buy it would be retarded Apple heads. <laughs> Nobody know. else would care because it's like, I can play those shitty games on my phone and I don't need anything more expensive or more powerful to play these shitty games. Yeah. I'm just saying in general, like the handheld market is doing fairly like well right now. Yes, but the market is the Switch and phone. Yeah. No, the there's a bunch of other like small devices and stuff that have come out like by random companies that have done. Yeah, like, but really most of those it. those devices run Android. It's not like yeah. they're not like dedicated like like switches Nintendo and Nintendo only. No, but these devices are doing fairly well, and that's all this is going to do is run Android. Yeah, but yeah, but you're you're saying fairly well, but you, I don't agree. That's like saying, well, the Xbox the Xbox One did fairly well. Why? Well, well, My because it sold, it well sold about 30 make, million copies. Yeah, but its well competitor buried it in the dirt. And make a new version, and then continue on, and then make another one. So the companies were slowly growing. Like, I mean, they made bank, they make a new one. They make more bank, they make a new one. 
not successful. Yeah, but there's a difference between success and fairly well. Like you're saying fairly well, like they're actually doing well. And I'm pointing out to you that being a company that's barely selling better than previous, but getting buried by everything in its market is not doing fairly well. It's just surviving. Hmm. It's like when a show gets stagnant and there's no growth and people are like, well, you know, it's fairly well. Yeah, fairly well, but in its market, it's getting its shit pushed in and it won't be around forever because of it. Hmm. Like the company's doing fine. You could say fairly well for so many companies, there's video game companies that have been around forever and you're like, oh, they're doing fairly well. Yeah, but they never grow because they're yeah. not doing fairly well in their market. They're doing fairly well for their own cost and shit unless your name is tencent because well that's a whole other thing <laughs> like one one company that's done fairly well is a company called retro pocket they've done a number of handhelds and they've done a really good with them um they're running like a like very custom version i guess you could say of android like you can't like you can interact with regular android on it if you like do some like trickery but now it it's trickery with numbers, and if we were talking covering Microsoft, I'd bring this shit up because trickery with numbers is how, is just the way these companies work. Well, no, but like I've listened to podcasts and like these guys that run these like small businesses, and no, they don't make even closely what these big guys make. But it's only like five people, and they make enough to cover their salary for a year. Yes, no one's saying they're not. But so that they're successful. They have a market, dude. That doesn't mean they're a market. They, it's it's like it's like those asylum movies that make shitty movies all the time. Yeah, they're making shitty movies all the time, and they get to stay employed. Good, good, you're staying employed. Awesome. Literally, no one gives a shit about your product. Yeah, but like for instance, like if I looked at if I owned one of those companies and I had enough to like support like myself and have a house and everything, I would easily and most other people would classify you as successful. Yeah, but you're changing the definition. I what I was telling you is that this thing will not be a ma a market player. Basically, it will be out. It will probably do all right, but it will be like the shit you buy at at job lot. Oh no, no, it won't even be. That, it won't be that bad. No, it'll be decent. No, it it will be decent, but my I don't mean actual job lot. I mean like <laughs> in the market of those things, it will be something people get when they can't afford to get anything else. Or yeah. when they don't, they don't do their research, or they're very minute, like crazy people who are buying everything. It's not going to be anywhere near a market leader or mm. a market thing, which is what I was arguing in the first place. It's not going to be a thing. It's it's a nothing thing. It's like those plug and play systems that you get at Walmart and stuff. Yeah, they they do enough to make money so they can keep making them, but no one really cares if they stopped. Yeah. Anyway. So, Literally, no one gives a shit. So I, I'm reading the comments from from this article, and there's not one person that says, "Oh, awesome." They're all like, just negative. Will Nintendo license uh, game for it? Like license games for it? No. Well, then there's really a non-starter in my Nintendo, opinion. Though. <laughs> yeah, but they're making it look like one. Well, yeah, it's gonna. Oh, that it, dude, you're then you're completely uh, off here. They, they're making it look like a Switch. Then they're not even trying to be successful. They're trying to scam people. If, they're, if it's going like to look like product. a switch, they're trying to trick dumb people into buying that yeah. without realizing that it's a, not a switch. That's what they're trying to do. 
between Qualcomm being terrible and Android on tablets being terrible, I don't hold much hope for this device. This seems like a doomed product. Maybe it will do okay if it's priced under $100 or something to get the kids. Anything over that, you can just use an Android phone and, and like a wireless controller or something. That's what it's saying. Mm. Oh, vindication feels so good. <laughs> so like, they're building wanna, a portable you know, games you know console, but it won't be released until after Christmas. You know oh, that yeah. episode of South Park where Kyle has to give um give Cartman money that he owes him, and he pours it on the floor, and he's like, "Ah, Kyle's money." I want to do that, but with Nate's opinion on this thing. <laughs> I'm gonna be like, Nate's opinion validation, and just pour it all over my body. Again. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Final Fantasy Eleven reboot to continue with the mobile gaming. Yeah, I don't understand next. why they were trying to reboot this when they already have such success going on. Oh, I know, I know. I don't know why. With Nexion, it's a South Korean Japanese publisher focusing on games, I guess, on mobile games. And supposedly there's rumors going around uh, since before 2020, December 2020. Um, that it was dead. That it was dead. They were pretty much dead. Yeah. So the Japanese game biz now reports that Nexion confirmed the cancellation on February 9th during a financial results briefing. Square's released official game as an MMORPG for the PS2. Yeah, 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 We know about the history of that. So. But, I mean, it wasn't really successful when it originally came out either, so. <laughs> it, it was it was okay. It, it, yeah. um, but it's just another thing of a mobile game failing. Um, not, and it didn't even start. <laughs> Plus, I wonder if they would have charged, like, because it was on mobile, I wonder if they would have charged a monthly fee on that. Hopefully not more than $5 a month, because that would just be terrible. Yeah, I'm not sure what the ones online, what the mobile RPGs to actually charge, I'm not sure. Like, I remember the, there's there there was, like, a an MMO on a phone, and I was playing that, like, a long time ago, and it was like, oh, this is interesting, it's an MMO, but... It's like impossible to play. <laughs> oh, it just I don't know. I hate touchscreen. Like I don't mind it for some things, but not for like gaming. Hmm. Well, that's why they're making controllers for them. You don't have to use a touchscreen. You know, there's a lot of games that don't let that happen unless you buy like a or download an aftermark market app, and I just don't want to do that. I just want it to. Oh, I, want, I want it to Why work. You want to... Because mapping and shit is just a pain in the ass. It's not that hard. No, it depends on what app you use. It's always a pain in the ass. But like, I just want to use a freaking controller. That's it. I just want to turn it on. Bluetooth done. You know, <laughs> you shouldn't have to jump through hoops to get it to work. Well, yeah, I think it's a game designed for touchscreen. Then you got to, if you want to use controller, you have to design it for. You have to configure your controller. No, I understand that, but like, I've even found games that supposedly work with a controller and I haven't been able to get that work either. Oh, that's no, when I'm like, well, I'm done that. with this. <laughs> it's like trying to get a steering wheel to, <laughs> to work with a racing game. Like, no, why is it so hard? It should just work. Uh, anyway. So, one mobile game that's not been cancelled. <laughs> Rocket League Sideway. Side Swipe. Side Wipe. Side Wipe. Side Wipe. Anyway. Whatever it's called. <laughs> so it's pretty much 2D Rocket League. Pretty well, 3D esque. 
it, it's like a side-scrolling Rocket League, and I don't know why they're making it. It's just it's interesting that they're doing it, but I I never ex never expected this, you know, because they they just went what uh, free to play, yeah, and I guess they wanted to get into the mobile market too. Because when I first saw, it, I was like, how would you play that? And then I'm like, I see it now, and it's like just it's just, literally left to right. It's like playing NBA just Jam straight up. Yeah, no no integrity. That's all there is to it with these companies these days. They just want to make the money. Yeah, it, it is about the money. The mobile market is like, you I mean, this like giant gold pot that these people yeah. see. It, it's, it's all about yeah, but it's those all transactions. Those it's, a, it's a fucking embarrassment. And because like, of mobile gaming, that's why we have the microtransactions in AAA titles. That's why we, well, that and Microsoft heavily pushing when it started. But yeah, it's an embarrassment. Like, I don't care if people call me salty. Imagine if every TV show started having the budget and quality of like shit you see on Sci-Fi Channel. <laughs> and I'm not talking about the one show they actually did well. Because like you can act it's actually perfect perfect anal analogy because like if you look at phone games, there's a couple of phone games that people go, "Oh, that's really quite amazing." Right? There's a few of them, but 99% of them are shit. And it's the same thing with like sci-fi channel you know every now and then you'll get it you'll get like a battle scar battlestar galactica or um what do you call it uh the the expanse but nine times out of ten you get the dresden files <laughs> that look like a, a mentally retarded child made it <laughs> like it, that's mobile gaming and the more people race for that money the lower and worse money is gaming is going to get. And mm. it doesn't matter how good the hardware gets because it's the style. It's not the game itself. It's the style of game that the pro that's the problem. If that's the style they're going to go for, then you're always going to have that problem. It's like, why keep, why keep increasing the hardware on these phones when the games aren't using it? Why make a fighting game that requires a ton of skill if you can make a mobile fighting game that requires you to hit one button to do nine but nine hit combos then it makes more money <laughs> you know like the the art of gaming is fading so that people can make money off of this generic shit mm -hmm. and like i said it's not the hardware because you could make you could have the best hardware in the world you're still making a candy crush because it's the game that sells yeah. You're oh, not yeah. going to make anything else because no one's going to play the other one. Yeah. You're not going to make a Chrono Trigger because no one's going to buy that shit. They're too busy buying fucking Candy Saga. Because, like, <laughs> my phone could probably, like, play early PS4, like, have the graphics of early PS4. But there's yeah. no games that like that. It's hey, all I'm car not talking cartoon about graphics, stuff. dude, because you can make great games on graphics. I just mean, like, it's it's the style of the game that you get on the system, like well, if they they're, make they're a quick racing game for a phone. Games. When they make a racing game for the for a phone, it's a bunch of like it, it looks like it belongs in a casino. Yeah, yeah. The style yeah. of game that's that's made arcade, like arcade style, but with not even all arcade transactions. Like arcade is way better. Well, yeah, but it, you with arcade, you still have to put in that quarter. Yeah, but it's like you're playing a twin stick shooter in the arcade and you're having a blast and then you see a mobile phone version and you're like the fuck is this shit <laughs> and that's basically what it is yeah 
Yeah. That's your I fucking hate mobile games minute. <laughs> yeah. Tune in next week for what really grinds my mobile gears. <laughs> so anyway, now back off of mobile onto, well, not AAA, but a fairly decent game, old PUBG. Even though its mobile counterpart does better than it, that's right though. Again, because it's easier to win it. <laughs> well, it's accessible like to anybody. That's why. Yes, it's accessible, but it's also easier to win when you have touch screen controls and auto aim to cover up the precision. So you only have to get close. <laughs> if you only have to get close, guess what's really easy to do, Nate? Hmm. Win a game. <laughs> Should we load up Fortnite and win one real quick? <laughs> be back in 10 minutes guys i'll do it blindfolded like we did the first time we did in six months it's the last time we played Fortnite. remember yeah my computer died it was so yeah bad. we haven't played we haven't played in like two years <laughs> and me and todd got like nine kills each and one the first it was, game it was fun i had a blast I'm it was hilariously fan, yeah. bad yeah we, yeah. Bl- we blind stupored our way through i didn't build anything <laughs> Came out with nine kills and won a goddamn round in my first game. <laughs> the level of skill in that game is so low, it's like I got the kills. level of spelling in a three-year-old. Mm. It's so low that I even got kills. <laughs> but anyway. Nate didn't get any. <laughs> so, anyway, so PUBG is now adding, like, this emergency pickup. Which I guess you can just be able to, like, be launched back into basically the sky and then come back down where you want they they keep relating it to metal gear i don't know why but it's kind it's kind of like the balloons in uh apex where you jump back up and it brings you up. yeah that's what i was thinking of i could tell you exactly why i can go on another two minute rant and tell you why it's (laughs) because they hired someone who's a fucking retard (laughs) i don't care i'm sorry i'm sorry the the fan base for PUBG is not the fan base for for Fortnite, for Call of Duty, or for Apex. That's your that's why no one's playing it anymore, because your the the fan base you had, you turned off by turning it in trying to turn it into these other games. Yeah. PUBG was meant for people who like very hardcore, very slow paced, and very tactical, and you're chasing a market that wasn't yours to begin with, and because of it, people aren't playing your game. Because you're never going to be, you're not built to be as good, like to play that way. So you're never going to be quite as good at it as Fortnite, Fortnite or Apex is. But you're also not any more good at what made you the game in the first place. The only progression they should have done was fix their servers and fix their their net code and then just go harder into the hardcore shit. Yeah. They're, it was funny I, they're bringing back the uh, volcano map too. Paramount. Yeah. It makes me worried about what's going to happen with the next PUBG because they're making a new one. Is the new one going to be like PUBG, Apex, and, and Fortnite put together? Oh, it's going to be PUBG in space with lots of yeah. Halo hey, jumping. If it plays like PUBG, fine, but I'm worried it's not going to play like PUBG. Yeah. It's no, the, it was funny because when I first, first saw this article, I thought they were doing like the same thing Apex does, allow you to like call back your like teammates oh yeah yeah and you know I mean that would literally be the only thing i'd be willing to accept only because playing these other games like call of duty and fort and uh, uh, apex 
had made me realize that no one likes making their teammate wait 30 minutes immediately after they drop and they get killed. Yeah. yeah. Nobody likes that. I don't care, but I mean, we played, we played PUBG. You know why I never suggest we play PUBG with Todd anymore? Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure he hates waiting 45 minutes for a match to be over after he's died. Because <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like it either. Mm-hmm. Normally, I don't have to worry because as soon as I die, you guys end up dead seconds later. <laughs> but, like, realistically, no one likes sitting out. And that's the one thing I would agree upon having, like, a smoke thing that lets them redrop or something. Mm-hmm. I guess to a point. I mean, just because that that's probably one thing that really hurt their fan base was not was people not wanting to sit out. Yeah. People are impatient assholes. I mean, they can be. Well, yeah, or they'll just stop playing or like, yeah, I'm going to go play something else. But, uh, that's what it is. But I bet you PUBG 2 will have some kind of redeploy. Yeah, I'm sure of it. Yeah, every single other one does now, so. It's like a guarantee at this point. Anyway, we're going to move on to technology and pop culture. And there is, oh, well, I already said that. We're going to do a lot of Snyder Cut because there's a lot to unpack, a real lot. (laughs) So we're going to move on to technology. And before we do, we'd like to thank everybody joining us on whatever podcast app you use, whether that's like Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Google Podcasts, iTunes. There's a whole ton of them. It doesn't matter which one you use. A lot of you also use Spotify. So whatever you use, you can rate us on there. Let us know how you like the podcast. You can share the podcast out in social media. Do whatever. And you can find us at Get Tech Geeks on Twitter if you want to reach out to us on whatever platform if you want to. That's fine too. So anyway, let's move on to technology and get into what the hell everybody's been watching besides the Snyder Cut. <laughs> uh, no. What? No? I watched the Snyder Cut. <laughs> That's all I did. Uh... Oh, and then I talked about how it it's probably the best superhero movie I've ever Well, yeah, it is. It is. Well, there's people we know that say it was terrible. Oh, God. You know, the people you know that say it's terrible are people who are fake uh, Marvel fake comic book fans yeah. and are angry at the fact that it wasn't rock'em sock'em robots like that other shit you see in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Well, they literally took the Marvel out of it, but we'll get to that during the yeah. topic. And, and we don't need Marvel in DC. No. So anyway, would you watch besides that? That's it. Like I literally haven't watched any TV. I told you, twenty eight hours of of D and D work. Oh, I I haven't had time to watch anything really. Yeah, um, we've been me and my girlfriend been watching Fallen Skies. There. Oh, there you go. Because we haven't finished. So, Bazinga. Yeah, I I, I've been doing like I said, I've been doing a lot of packing, and then I've also been doing a lot of looking online for stuff. Like I, I need to get some stuff for the the new place so i've been like just trying to 
find the best prices on everything with that. Yeah. Um, I know I've watched some TV. I, I just nothing memorable. Um, but besides Snyder Cut, <laughs> which which took me like three days to finish, because oh. like every time I went to watch it, it was late at night. <laughs> Gotta watch it all in one sitting. Uh. <laughs> That's anyway. it for me. Yeah, one setting, and then I watched the action. You watched the what? The action sequences. Oh. Because they were dope. Yeah. They were so yeah. much better than anything I've seen in the Marvel movies, with the mm. exception of maybe the Thanos fight, because that was pretty good. Which one? The the actual Thanos fight. I don't consider the sequel a Thanos fight. Yeah, like, I'm talking about, and I'm talking about um, Infinity War, where they they like six v one him, and Tony gets stabbed through the gut. Yeah, yeah that that fight was excellent because it felt like an actual fight. There was some stakes. Someone got hurt. Yeah, it, the the end of game end game was just terrible. You know, let's let's see how many times we can pander to a group of chicks. Yeah, but. Uh, so one show i've been checking out so far is actually really good and so what creepy um it's m night Shyamalan servant it's really good so far Holy oh and crap. i watched the Mar- the winter soldier thingy and it was okay until the stupid pan ran. oh well eh. it wasn't that bad though no no like i said the th- it was okay until the end when they tried to convince me that an Avenger could never get a loan or has no money just because he's black. And I was like, that would never fly. Well, they didn't really say that. They said that. Dude, that's exactly they what they implied, Because he was gone for five Come years. On. That's exactly what they implied. They implied that the Falcon walked into a freaking bank. And because he's black, he just ain't good enough to get a loan. That's what they implied, dude. And it was embarrassing. I was like, even if you were right about that, the Falcon would still get that loan. Maybe someone else wouldn't, but the fucking Falcon would. Yeah. (laughs) And he wouldn't need it because he would have been paid well being an Avenger. They're trying to pretend like he never got any money from the government. Like, they also. I don't think they got money from the government. No, dude, they, they would have, <laughs> dude, not from the government, but they would have got money, dude. Like, the entire Avenger thing. I would think they would. I just don't know from what. Where'd they get the money? Like They would have for... got paid, dude. They would have got paid where did, where did the S.H.I.E.L.D. agents get money from? <laughs> I don't know. Someone someone had to pay them. I'm not going to go along the logics, but let's put it this way. If you're telling me to believe two two lines, line one, that they couldn't, they, they weren't getting paid, or line two, mm-hmm. someone was paying them, we were doing I'm going to go, morale. it's <laughs> much more likely someone paid them. Mm-hmm. There's <laughs> no way that the Avengers went through that and Tony Stark wasn't paying them. Well, Tony Stark could have been, yeah. Yeah, someone had to be paying them. He's not broke, but they yeah. implied that he's broke because he's a black soldier. Uh, yeah. That's what they implied, and I was just like, can we just... Come on. There's no way he wouldn't have not gotten paid. He would have made something. So, one show... Well, not show, movie I watched. I really liked it, and I know a lot of people probably won't, but that's just how it is. Um, the reason why is because how slow paced it is. Uh, Midnight Sky. It's on Netflix. It's originally a book, Good Morning Midnight. And George Clooney himself bought the rights to the book 
starred in it and directed it. What is it? It's called Midnight Sky. No, what's it about? Basically, in the beginning, there's a guy at an observatory who's an astrophysicist and an, oh, an astronomer. And he gets left there at this observatory because he has a certain disease. And there's something happening on the planet. We don't exactly know yet what happened. But he, he's the only one that can stay there because he can't be transported or whatnot because of this whatever disease he has. It's like... So he, it's needs like a, a, he needs it's to like, like on dialysis show. like every day. It's like a so. sci-fi show. Well, it's a, it's a movie. Um, okay. But it's super slow paced. Like there's a lot of really long shots of nothing happening pretty much. Of like just him like staring out the window as he does dialysis. Or mm -hmm. just like walking around the observatory. Would you say it's basically kind of like a, a contact in a way? No. No. Well then fuck you then. <laughs> um, it's a lot. It's a lot more cerebral, like way more cerebral. The story. No, I just mean setting-wise, story-wise. No, it's something to do with space and shit. No, well, okay. okay. So obviously, there's a planet that he is wrote in his books, like throughout time, like like when he was younger, he wrote these books about like these possible habitable planets and moons of Jupiter and stuff, and that we could possibly inhabitate them at some point. So there's a mission going on at the same time heading to one of those moons that's coming back. And he basically, he loses contact with everybody else on the planet. And he's like, wait, there's still one more spacecraft that's supposed to be coming back, the Aether. And he basically is trying to contact it. But it's really slow paced. Eventually it goes back and forth between them and the, the crew on the Aether. And there's so many shots of people just like eating their breakfast or just like, and nothing happening. And the reason why it's doing that is to express the loneliness that is what has become of the planet and the last survivors, pretty much. You had me for a second, nice. Well, there was a, the reason why you find out it was a nuclear war. So you and, don't have to give it away because if I decide to watch it, you prick. Well, no, they they it, well they don't say it, but if you pay attention to the computer screens at the observatory when he's like clicking through and watching it, yeah. you see it's a nuclear war. Okay. Um, and basically, so there a, was so much nuclear fallout, fallout it caused a crazy amount of ionizing radiation just to spread across the whole planet and kill everybody. So. It's it's it is a super depressing movie, wow, and there wow. is a twist ending, kinda. Um, but you've already ruined it, so I'm probably not going to watch it now. But you have to be like prepared. There is like I really like because I like the really like cerebral like shots and like the really like the cool like long shots and stuff these people did. When I was watching, I was looking at more of like a cinematic, like oh wow, how do you like that was a pretty cool shot, kind of thing. So. I really enjoyed it. And I'm probably going to read the book now because obviously George Clooney obviously read this book and was like, okay, I need to buy the rights to this and direct it and star in it and everything else. <laughs> so. Well, that's what you think. For all we know, he could have his aide read the book and then tell him if it's worth buying. <laughs> well, okay, yeah, we don't know. Just wake up. I want you to read books until you find something worth buying and then sell yeah. it to Netflix and I'll act in it. Yeah. Oh, that's one thing. A good portion of the movie is like the back because the like, a, like I would say a quarter of the movie takes place in 2019, 
when he's like a young astronomer. So, yeah, there's a lot of yeah little things that lead up to what other things. So, anyway, check it out. It's a good movie. You might like it. You might not. Most people hated it. Supposedly, when I looked at the internet, what the ratings were, but I really liked it. A lot of a lot of Netflix stuff is getting shit on these days because it's like they spend too much time pandering and virtual signaling and a lot of this stuff nowadays that you just get pulled out immediately instead yeah, of just but this, enjoying the according, Yeah, but according to this, like I was looking at like people talk about the book and the movie, they said they really didn't change like anything from the book. They kept it like super true to the book. I was like, well, that's pretty cool. So I know. Dude, okay. you didn't tell me that Amazon bought the rights to the foundation. <laughs> you don't even know what well no 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 wait no Apple has the rights to the foundation. No, it's coming out on Amazon. Well that's new. Last I knew Apple was shooting it. I could have swore it was Amazon. Well, either way, I'm mixing up. No, you didn't tell me someone had the rights to this. Yeah, we covered it on the podcast. People who don't know what the, what the foundation is, it's like a it's a massive sci-fi. Well, it's a trilogy okay. written by the best sci-fi author of all time, Isaac Asimov. Well, that people say it doesn't mean he is the best. He is the best. There's no, I've, there's I've, nobody. Dude, I've read some. I've audiobooked some, and I've audiobooked some and some else. And I personally like the guy who does the um uh ender's game stuff better that's just me like mm. i really like the formic wars i've listened to it like three times actually there is one competitor since i discovered him that i would say i was on the level of asimov who is still alive who's harry harrison he it's is absolutely amazing too also reminds me i just got started on the second book for um dresden files yep. yesterday and i'm fucking loving this one dude <laughs> I love how broke and poor he is at all freaking times. Oh, yeah, he's always, like, scrounging for shit. I'm, I'm loving the whole were, uh, werewolf shit. Everything about it. That's what I'm saying. Like, the Netflix series got the character perfect, no, but the rest of the series. show, not so much. The two people writing that uh, have done a lot of stuff. Like, David S. Goyer, done Blade... Dark Knight trilogy, Man of Steel, Batman vs Superman. Writing what? Uh, the Foundation. Oh, is it Amazon now or is it still it, Apple? It's Apple. It's Apple TV Plus. That's what I thought because yeah. we cut co- we covered it on the podcast on episode I think like two forty or something. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, like a few months ago, we covered it on the podcast. He did ter- uh, the other guy, Josh Friedman, did Sarah Car- Sarah Connor Chronicles. Mm. Uh, War of the Worlds in 2005, Black Dahlia 2006, Terminator Dark Fate 2019, mm. co-writing Avatar 2. Uh, Which, honestly, I don't care about anymore. Yeah, Lee Pace is like, going to be in it. I want to, but I've waited six years. I don't care. <laughs> Halt and Catch Fire guy, he's in it. Yeah. And Lane, or no, Jared Hy- uh, Harris, who was Lane Price in Mad Men. Yeah, no, the Foundations. Oh my god, the a Foundation trilogy is one of the best sci-fi, like epic, like novels ever written. Holy crap! And it takes place over like a couple, like thousand years. Actually, it's more than that. I think it's like thirty thousand years. I want to say. 
And there's yeah. so many things that happen. Complete rise and fall of entire galactic civilization. I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see it because Holy I have crap. not read any of it. And I'm not going to be able to read any of it. <laughs> Why? Because it's take it's like, unless I buy it, it's like six months wait for one book on this website I use. And I don't buy. It's supposed to come out on June 22nd. I think, no, the foundation's... um. Oh, no, no, I no, that was, that was 2020. I'm pretty sure it's, like, open source. Ooh, I have to look that up. Um, like, any, like, I think it's LibriVox might have it on there. It says it was, the series will premiere in late 21, 2021. Yeah. I think Libra, the app LibriVox actually has it on there, I think. What, I think book, I might save it anyway for one that I am not spoiled on. Yeah. Just for the start and then go back after, because that's, I've been spoiling myself on a lot of things. Mm. Yeah, but a good portion of Asimov stuff is now like completely like the copyrights have passed, and it's all like you I mean. It's usually, you can find it free on a lot of different apps and stuff. Cool, I might have to look it up. Mm. They also released a twenty-second teaser for a uh, Wheel of Time, and I'm still like, God, I hope people stream this up. <laughs> they they've only re- like it's barely even. And I've already picked apart the scenes. What have they already shown? The 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 teaser like, they showed me actually made me worried about the show again more, because the teaser that they showed what, basically just the one of Marine. That's it. Yeah, but that implies that she's talking to someone about the tower, and I'm like, you don't know much about the tower until at least the third book. Well, no, she even said that's a, the dialogue is separate from the scene. That dialogue's taken from a different scene. Yeah, but she wouldn't be saying that to anybody in the first two books. That's what I'm saying. Well, like, no, we already know. If someone's about to pick a fight with her or pick a fight with the people in the tower, and I'm like, literally, the tower plays no part in the first two books other than her and a couple of off references of, like, they went to to get Logan or something. Well, I think she's talking about the white cloaks in that little snippet. I don't believe that. I'm expecting... Because because of what he's been saying about moving stuff around, I'm expecting that that scene is going to be some sort of premonition bullshit where she's talking to a chosen one or she's talking to the to the the dark one. It's no, I don't think so. Or something. I think it's, she's talking to someone about the white cloaks. I don't think that's what it is. I think he's. I think she's threatening a, a dark one. Hmm. And the only know. time that would happen is at the very end, at the inside the eye of the. Eye of the world at the end of the first season. Well, they yeah, yeah. Counter two of the chosen, but even then, she wouldn't be talking defiantly and badass because she's scared shitless and can't fight them. And that's um, this is why I'm worried about it. Like, if you read the book, mate, she's afraid and unable to do anything in that scene. Rand's the one that that uh stops. Well, yeah, guy. because they're a little OP, that's why. Ex- yeah, but she's not, so- <laughs> they're not OP, nobody compared to her. Well, no, OP would mean like the it's not fair. It's unbro- it's broken. It's hmm. not supposed to be fair because she, along with everybody in that tower, other than like Egwene near the end of the books, yeah. is supposed to be far weaker than all the chosen. Yeah. So when I see that scene, I know it's a twenty second thing. So hopefully, I'm just being nervous because I I want this to be good. But I immediately go, oh, she's talking badass shit before she's gonna kick the shit off like a chosen, which will make me laugh and shut the show off if she does. Hmm. Well, I'm pretty sure that scene is actually Winter's Night. 
um, as you can hear in the background, the people screaming and stuff. And I think that's when the thing she wakes up, like when she's about to go to bed, and she's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> I, think I would that, hope, I would hope that's exactly what it is. I that think would be fine if she's talking shit while they're killing like trogs or whatever. No, the, fuck the, the dialogue's completely from a different scene. She said, I "It's not even part of that scene." But whatever the hell they are. <laughs> um. So the dialogue we heard was a completely different, separate scene. But I think the actual scene we were watching was from the winter's night scene when she wakes up when the trollocs attack trollocs yeah i'm I'm hoping that that's what it is just as long yeah. as they don't throw any any like she's wiser than she's supposed to be thing mm-hmm. like the only well, reason why they know who rand is or anything like that is not because of a premonition it's because of something that her and swan know yeah so I don't want like rewrites of her dream I can, yeah her. swan shantes I can't wait to see her she's like I'm not at all mouth, excited to like... see her because the person they cast doesn't fit the fit her at all. Uh, Swan, they even say Swan Tante is an aged woman that's still beautiful, and then they got like a troglodyte looking woman. Uh, I don't know. And I'm like, say. that doesn't fit the book. I don't like characters not fitting the descriptions in the books, dude. It's just the way I am. Like, I don't know well, if I'm gonna like Matt because when I picture Matt, he doesn't look like that. Dude. No, that's exactly what I picture Matt like. That kid is like no, because perfect. Matt, Matt is um, Matt is a ladies' man, a weasel, but a ladies' man. And I look at that kid and I'm like, nobody, no lady would ever sleep with that thing. I don't know. <laughs> he looks I, like a he, rat. No, he looks exactly. That's exactly kind of. I I pictured him as like those squirrely kids I grew up with, like that had that same kind of premise to him, and that like he the kid who's playing him looks just like how I pictured him. I was like, wow, that's that's like the most perfect cast, but oh well. But did you see the other scene with Matt also? Yeah, I've watched a couple of those scenes. Well, the one with I'm, the, I'm not where he gets the dagger. I'm not 100% against Matt as the character. I just don't think that guy looks like Matt. Oh, well. I think Rand, Rand looks perfect. Well, yeah, Rand I'm not even really going like to argue. I'm not talk about how Perrin's supposed to be, looks supposed to look like a woodsman to me, and he doesn't look at all like a woodsman. Hopefully, with like costume, he will. But just seeing the cast thing, I'm like, dude, that he—he's not a woodsman. He doesn't look like a rugged farmer, dude. Yeah. Like Perrin looks in my mind, and from the pictures on the books and shit, he looks like a um, like a Paul Bunyan kind of. Yeah, thing. he does. Yeah. And yeah. then you get this guy that look, and I'm not even talking about color. I'm just like, he just doesn't look like he would survive a day in the wilderness. Well, I don't know. We'll see when we yeah. see him in the role. But. Like, did you see the scene where Matt got the dagger? They showed that real quick, too. Yeah. And then there was the audio clip of Perrin saying, are you ready? And it seems like it might be Winter's Night when they're about to get into the fight. So. I don't know. Oh, no. Yeah, I hope hope that's what it is, dude. They posted. Yeah. But they're slowly like releasing little snippets, I think, as they know. Like, people are like really hyped for the show. There's like, each it out. Don't screw it up. That's really all I'm asking. Don't <laughs> screw it up, dude. It's uh, not, it's not hard to do this right. Just remember that your statement about the heart of the show is a lie. You don't understand what the heart of the show is if you tell me you're going to change a whole bunch of stuff. Just stay as close as possible and don't change a bunch of shit. I don't need a scene where one of the chosen gets beaten by a nobody freaking Aes Sedai and killed. Okay? Yeah. I don't need a scene where Egwene beats up like 
Gowan, the sword master with a stick. <laughs> oh my God. Just because you want to make her look stronger. Okay. We know she's strong. You don't have to show me any of that shit. She's strong in other ways. No. Yeah. So you don't, you don't need to rewrite anything. Hmm. We'll see. Well, uh, like seven months away, something like that. Anyway, okay. So, Facebook is finally explaining its mysterious new wrist wearable thing, whatever the hell this thing is. Uh, I guess it first appeared on March 9th in a tweet from Andrew uh, Bosworth in his timeline. Da, da, da. Let's get through this. Yeah. So, outlining the company's 10 year vision for virtual human computer interaction. Okay. Uh, then in a follow-up to be shared that the photo as of yet is unseen, unwearable device, Facebook versions of the future interactively apparently would be involved strapping something that looks like an iPod mini to your wrist. Uh, Facebook already owns social media presence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Messing up. So it's in what the heck? This is a strange little device. <laughs> so it it'll, it'll basically it translates like electrical motor nerve signals into digital commands kind of i guess which is kind of neat it could be useful like if you were able to like virtually just like pull up a keyboard and like under your fingers and just start like typing a message or something that's kind of cool could be very useful Especially if you're someone like me would like to have like it'd be cool just to have like just a wristwatch that was that's it for your phone. Like has everything on it. They look like Dude, the, the failure use, if ones. If you put your wrist wristwatch yeah, they do, up they to do. your mouth to talk, I would punch you in the face. Um but no just so you know. And, hey, Dick Tracy here. Yeah. But <laughs> if I could pull up, like a virtual keyboard like right under my hand and just start typing a message. Wait wait a minute. Wait a minute, breaking news. Disney just greenlit a National Treasure TV series. Ooh. Yeah. What do you mean, yeah, Nate? Mm -hmm. National Treasure was excellent. I mean, recast for a younger cast. It'd be interesting. It's like Indiana Jones, man. Cool. You may continue with your boring shit. <laughs> but, like, if he's going to poo-poo that and then turn around and talk about something that won't be a reality until he's dead... <laughs> well, no, it's a concept, and supposedly they plan to launch it within the next five to ten years. You'll, you're not going to see it before we die. Oh, we'll definitely see. We'll see other ones like it. Like, there's no way in hell I'd buy something from Facebook. That ain't gonna fucking happen. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I would buy one by like a fairly reputable company. You yeah, know? you realize that no companies are reputable, right? Well, like <laughs> to a years ago you thought google was good and honest and they're shit well now, keep in mind again all these companies you love these tech companies are complaints to the slave labor that makes their equipment in china so none of these companies are, 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 are and we're close to reputable well it depends like like yeah i think there's like Taiwan also makes a lot, and you know I mean it's not the same environment. So, yeah, but they will be soon because we're gonna let them destroy Taiwan. 
<laughs> I don't think that's going to happen, but literally that's going to happen and we're going to let them do it because Biden said it was okay. <laughs> the dude, they've been pushed, they've been positioning troops there for years, like moving their military bases and their, their fleets there. They're going to invade Taiwan at one point. And then you're not going to have your, your non-slave labor tech equipment coming from Just... Taiwan. Anyway, so this is a complete concept device, which is really cool. I would love to actually have a device like this eventually. Like this would cool be idea. super awesome. Um, a lot, yeah, obviously they point out in this article Neuralink, which is also has some absolutely like crazy plans for the next five to ten years. And so far, they've hit their milestone. So oof, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see because. That's like some pretty crazy answer. And it's crazy because today I was listening to this podcast about with like former like army, like, well, military, like ex-engineers and shit. Did you guys know we made a laser weapon so absolutely destructive that it made seven nations on our, like in our planet, all sign the agreement that it's not allowed to be made, including China and Russia. And they were the first ones to sign it saying no one's allowed to make this weapon. We made a laser gun that could literally make people's eyes explode in the 90s. So that's awesome. <laughs> I was like, what? The, the so what? Awesome. <laughs> what the Can hell? You imagine how entertaining it would be to hear, to like see a, a high speed chase down the highway and the dudes leaning out the car shooting a laser weapon? Well, no, that's the guy eventually on the podcast got into that. They are actually making laser weapons now um, that don't make your eyes explode. <laughs> <laughs> But they make um, you temporarily blind. <laughs> um, there are they actually already have that. They um, they use those to blind like fighter pilots. Oh well, yeah, yeah, it's pretty scary. I don't know why they do that. A couple of well placed picks of some people will do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, and there's like some other scary shit that we're making, like hypersonic missiles. Like what the hell? Like wow. literally. Con like continental missiles that can travel from like literally the other side of the earth to what one side like basically from like Beijing to New York in less than a minute. It, it it's nice how you use Beijing. It's like you understand that they'll be the ones using. It. But it's like kind of scary. Like holy shit, the weapons we develop. Not to mention like the fucking space weapons we're making too. <laughs> like what the hell. We're making some crazy shit these days. Making crazy shit. <laughs> Why are we making space weapons? To protect our satellites. Uh... Yeah, they're literally making a... Well, they're supposedly... It's, I forget what the heck they call it. It's going to be going on some of our top like communication satellites. Stuff like that. It's literally a laser that can like destroy other satellites. <laughs> wow. <laughs> So, yeah. But yeah, it's crazy. Like, you think, like, in 10 years, even like 15, the world's going to look so different with a lot of this technology. But you even think back, think back to like early 2000s. You, yeah, know you mean? think we're going to be around in 10 to 15. God, like, you're funny, bro. <laughs> oh my God. Your confidence is really strong, mate. Anyway, 
Well, remember, he's going to be a robot, so. Yeah, this half-empty guy over here. Anyway. <laughs> but no, it's going to be like a fucking sci-fi movie. Well, granted, I would have said the same thing if I would have saw it today, like, 20 years ago, so. That's what it is. Okay, let's get into this next topic real quick, and then we're going to get all into the Snyder Cut. So, Regal Cinemas strikes Warner Brothers deal to show 2021 movies alongside HBO Max. So, Regal Cinemas announced it will reopen U.S. theaters on April 2nd with release of Warner Brothers Godzilla vs. Kong. Um, Deadline has also reported that it will be followed on April 16th with a new line, Mortal Kombat. Man, I sure do love not having to pay for any of this shit. <laughs> um, the chain's parent, um, yeah, Cineworld has also struck a deal with Warner Brothers to show 2020 releases at the same time you release an HBO Max. This is pretty awesome. So, um, has already announced that it would release films simultaneously on HBO Max. We know that, and it's really cool because we're seeing like a very like something that could have happened but never did because there wasn't a push for it. And as soon as like they were actually like wait, we can make money by just releasing it digital? Cool. And so far, it's successful. So they're still making their profit. They still make the money back. They use, they, you mean, they make everything they need back to make the film plus profit. So, I mean, that's a success. How are they making that much money off it? Well, see, that's the thing. Then I don't, that they're not technically making that much money off it. It's these, I think these companies are making an investment believing it's going to pay off in the long run. Like HBO Max goes, we want Kong to be on our, our thing. We're going to pay you $500 million to put a day one up there. And then they hope enough people will stream it and subscribe that they make that money back. Yeah, but HBO has. So HBO has underestimated their total customers like a hundred billion times over. Yes, I get what you're saying, but I think they're going to have to come up with a whole new way to keep track because just because I'm subscribed, subscribed to HBO max, it doesn't mean I'm subscribed mm -hmm. to them particularly to watch Kong versus mm -hmm. Godzilla. So them throwing all that money at that movie may not actually give them the return. They think it is because they're looking at their overall streaming and their overall amount of money they're getting from their subscriptions, but they don't know who's subscribing particularly for what products. They just know what people are watching. Well, no, but it'll be like kind of how TV shows are in a sense done. Like, <clears throat> like if Netflix buys a TV show, that show is already bought and paid for. All the actors are paid for. Everything's already done. Then Netflix makes their money back what people's subscribing then if they look at the count and a lot of people ain't watching like say one particular show they cancel it the show's well, actually, already made I, the money it's I, already I tell you right now they don't they don't look at ratings when they cancel like how many people are watching when they cancel netflix shows they cancel shows with massive amounts of people watching them i've seen it happen before no i know i know i know like if, i think they they have a whole different metric on netflix I think it's like the metric of stupidity. I can tell you that. Like they cancel so many good shows and leave so many bad shows on. It's ridiculous. Oh yeah, I know. I don't. I don't get it half the time, but that's what it is. They have their system, I guess. I don't know. They have their system, but that's what it is. 
So, okay. Let's get into this because holy crap. So the Snyder Cut after, like, even we've said on this podcast, we didn't think it was going to be a reality. We didn't think that was ever going to happen because in the middle of, like, obviously Justice League, the other one, uh, Zack Snyder had a family emergency. He couldn't finish the film. Josh Whedon stepped in, reshot a bunch of things. Um, and even, like, the the guy who played Cyborg said uh, when Josh Whedon was on the set, it was a toxic environment. Josh Whedon showed up and killed the infant before it was born. Yeah, it was. <clears throat> and, like, just in general, like, let's address that real quick. So. I told you it was a piece of shit. No one listened to me. Next. So. <laughs> <laughs> the guy who plays Cyborg, right? All of the scenes, like, how much footage was cut out of that film with him in it. I would have been so pissed as that actor. It wasn't as much as I expected, but there was a good amount. It was a lot, like his entire backstory. <laughs> like, what the hell? You, why? <laughs> why would you do that? I don't know. Like, so everybody knows that uh, the cube, the how they called, like the gov- U.S. government called the cube, cube one, two, dash, whatever. That yeah. was actually the number of the comic where Cyborg's origin story happens. There's just a little Easter egg they threw in there. Uh, the movie was excellent, dude. And the thing to talk about more is that the people at DC and at Warner Brothers are so pathetic, disgusting, and ignorant and not understand their fucking jobs at all that they released a statement like a day later that was like, don't bother trying because the release of the Snyder Cut is not going to revive the Snyderverse. It was a failure. Like they, they basically trashed all over this. And people were like, more people watch this cut than all of your fucking movies combined. Yeah. Yeah. Like you should understand you are so ignorant and so like I can't be wrong that you're literally ignoring something that's more successful than any of your other movies have ever been, just to spite people who told you you were wrong in the first place. Yeah. We even had like the follow up to like Flash going back in time in Batman versus Superman. We had the follow up to that where where that came from, the full like premonition scene, like everything, the dark Superman suit which he was supposed to be wearing in the first one, but somehow he decided to put the red and blue on him for whatever fucking reason. <laughs> that fight scene was better too. There was more to it. Yeah, there was a. Yeah, and he didn't get up and talk to the little kids. Like the guy just came back from the dead, kicked the shit out of a bunch of people. You think he's gonna walk up and try to talk to a bunch of kids? The literally the (laughs) only thing that I can badmouth about the movie is that it built towards this next thing, and we're never gonna see it. Yeah. Well, we don't know. No, we're never gonna see it. They are not going to. They. It didn't cost them anything to let him cut this. That cost right. fifty million dollars no, or something did. like that. No, That's million. nothing compared to what they made other things. What they made off of selling it to to HBO. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But unless HBO steps in and says we will pay to have these movies made, there is no way they'll pay to let him make another movie. I don't know. We'll see what happens because it, because it will cost them money. The fan base has already spoken. <laughs> yeah, and he he basically shit on him when they spoke talked about it. Because um, the guy running Warner Brothers at DC are is useless. Well, yeah. 
but like he set up it the way it's supposed to be done. Holy shit. We actually got the real bad guy. Um, to like, and they did such a better job with Steppenwolf to the point where you kind of felt bad for Steppenwolf. It was like, holy shit. This is yeah, like Steppenwolf was great. Yeah. Oh, just the arm. Holy crap. The redesign was just like, who did the Not hell they hire the first time? That's just how what he was supposed fuck? to look. Huh? That wasn't a redesign. That's how he's supposed to look. No, no, they but I'm saying, who the, the hell did they hire the like first that. time? What the hell? That's just like, they just didn't want to spend the money to do it the first time. Do it properly, yeah. Like, holy shit. Just everything about it, like, made, there was a lot more, like, continuity. Like, we got to see the real bad guy, like, dark side, like, because before it didn't make sense that, like, oh, it was Steppenwolf that showed up, like, a billion years ago. It's like, okay, how is it the same guy? But okay, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, the only thing I can I can hate about the movie is the fact that I don't get to see... act. I didn't get to actually see um, Darkseid do anything. Because... No, he, but if we do get, a, get the yeah, actual if, proper sequel... But, until then, I'm just pissed off about it. Hmm. Because I'm never going to... And it's not his fault. It's just... No, it's not his fault. And we got to see Mutant Manhunter, like... At the Martian, Martian Manhunter. Martian Manhunter, <laughs> Mutant Manhunter, whatever his damn name is. <laughs> Martian Manhunter. Oh. Well, that's what disappoints me, because they, they, they're showing all these other characters, and we're never going to see them. Yeah. Although I, I think one of my favorite lines though is at the end there with uh Batman and Joker after Joker does this thing and Batman's like, no, what do you call it? Don't get me wrong, I am going to fucking kill you. <laughs> I was like, oh damn. Well, yeah, and he's like when when Harley Quinn was in my arms covered in blood dying or something like that. Yeah. But uh, my my favorite is when when Superman saved the day. Holy shit! Oh, when he just shows he up, just yeah. boom, unimpressed, dude. That's why. That's the thing I hate about how they messed up Superman mm-hmm. because, like, I feel like Snyder must have been forced with some of this shit because that Batman versus Superman movie having uh, Zod be Doomsday. Yeah, all that was done wrong. Like it should have been, should have been Man of Steel, Wonder Woman in canonic order, into a Justice League movie that introduces them all, and Darkseid shouldn't be the bad guy in the Justice League movie. Like it should have been Steppenwolf, but building towards, um, what do you call it, Doomsday, and the last movie should have been a Superman movie where Superman is killed by Doomsday while he's killing Doomsday. Then you can launch your next arc of movies based on the timeline where Superman's dead for a while and then him coming back. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they could have, yeah. yeah. Like, the idea that they... Do you realize that even now, to this day, the best-selling graphic novel of all time is still The Death of Superman? Yeah, and I owned the it. One fucking so comic my question, I didn't get. <laughs> so the question I ask you is how the fuck do you screw up the death of Superman arc by not yeah. doing it correctly and have it as a one-off thing that happens and he comes back the next movie mm. and it's almost immediate. 
Like, it, it, this movie is great. It's way better. And it takes time for him to come back, which is great. Because it feels like he was dead and his death is an impactful thing. But it should have never even happened that way. Because he should have been killed at the end of an arc. And there should have been a couple movies before he came back. To make yeah. it impactful. They just ruined the entire Death of Superman arc. Yeah, but they can go on to bigger and better things. That's the thing. So. They can't because that's the biggest and better thing. Well, no, the I mean... biggest and best thing they have is the death of Superman. It's the most popular thing they've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I collected. I I don't know if I had like the first three three or four of the the original set because mm. I was trying to get them and I never got to finish them. And then they made that one that's like, like the whole book. Yeah. But just in general, like this movie actually had proper character building for one. Like, yeah. And they took out all the fucking jokes. I was like happy as hell about that. It's like, this is a very dark time. There's a very dark mood in this film. There's no need for jokes, <laughs> like being popped off every five fucking minutes. Also, <laughs> very important thing. Yeah. This. This comment is directed straight towards Patty Jensen. Okay, <laughs> why? Why? Because you don't make a Wonder Woman movie and not use that incredible theme. Oh, yeah. You self-absorbed bitch. Yeah, she, she left pulled, out that... <laughs> they pulled... No, she pulled everything out of it that was, that was Zack Snyder from the first movie to make her own movie, and her own movie was terrible. Hmm. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, that movie, Wonder Woman 84, compared to Wonder Woman 1, is literally shit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, on its own, it might be alright, but compared to the first one, it's shit. Yeah. And, it's she, and, like, you could say, well, she wanted to direct and write her own thing. Okay, cool, fine. Fine. She wanted to do that. But you know it's something spiteful when she also goes, also, everybody loves that theme, we're not going to use it. Yeah. There's not a single person who, li who likes Wonder Woman who doesn't like her theme. So why did you remove that from the movie unless you were angry that there was anything in that movie made by someone else? Something like that, yeah. There had to be a reason. Name one reason why you would take that out of the movie. Yeah, I can't think of one. It's just a good theme. It's like taking... It would be like if Joss Whedon decided to remove the, the Avengers theme at the in the last movie. <laughs> and then you go, why? And he goes, oh, I just wanted something new. No, you didn't like the guy who made it. That's why. And you were waiting for your chance to do it. And this is your chance. This is the one thing I did notice. Like, you can really, like, separate, like, DC from Marvel, the, like, cinematic universe. All those shots that were, like, really snippy in the Justice League, the first, like, the first cut in 2017. Yep. Were now really long and you got to actually absorb the scene of what was going on. Even the scene where... Uh, Batman throws the batter like the batarang like at um uh, the Flash, and he the scene is literally like a minute and a half longer because you see like cerebral like he's thinking like him staring at that symbol like holy shit that's Batman. Yeah, just like the scene where where Wonder Woman is literally deflecting every shot that the guy is firing with the machine gun, and I'm yeah. not talking about the part when she's standing still. I'm talking about when she's running by the people. Yeah. While he's trying to spray and pray, and she's just like, I was like, you don't, that is awesome. Compare that scene to the goddamn mall scene in the in that second movie. 
Well, no, just even to the same scene in Justice League Dawn it was like literally half the shot. And not to mention in the first one, Dawn we didn't get to see her turn him into paste pretty much, which was pretty awesome. <laughs> what sucks is Zack Snyder was involved in Wonder Woman 84, but he just didn't, he didn't write it. She wrote no, that yeah. one. She direct. I don't think he was involved much at all. He was a producer. I don't. Yeah, but I don't think. I literally don't think he was involved at all. Like he was signed on for some shit, but that's about it. You know mm. what I mean? Like she wrote, directed, and uh, story uh, boarded every single thing. She hired all the people. She picked all the actresses, which is why you got someone who doesn't even fit as a supervillain playing the the supervillain. That's why you got um, Pedro Pascal playing Donald Trump for some reason. <laughs> Come on, let's be real. That's what the character was. Well, yeah, yeah. The character was meant to be Donald Trump. Like, the entire movie was terrible. And I know Aaron's, like, staring at me with lasers like she's going to kill me because she liked Sheesh. it. But that movie was terrible. Uh. I'm sorry. Like... The, the outrageous scenes. She's running down the street and a bunch of random guys are like, hey, baby. Who does that? At like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> it was the 80s, man. <laughs> yeah, okay. It was the 80s. She would have been jumped in and tried. someone would have tried to kill her. She wouldn't have run by seven people going, hey, baby. Someone would have tried to kill her because it was the 80s. Mm. And she's in New York. Yeah. Probably. Whatever, get the fucking movie's terrible. Snyder <laughs> Cut was awesome. That movie killed the Wonder Woman series. I'm not excited for any any new Wonder Woman. Well, who knows? We could get something like I mean, they did lead on to like further movies for everybody. Yeah, but she's writing, she's writing, producing, and directing everything in the next movie. So I expect, and if you go and look, if you go and look on on Rotten Tomatoes. I'm pretty sure the critic reviews are really good for that terrible movie. And a second. I don't know. <laughs> the audience score is 74. Okay? Okay. That means, in her mind, she made a good movie. What about the critic score? 57. Ooh. <laughs> which is still really high. Nah, nah, I don't know about that. but But my point is, that to her, she made a good movie. So the next movie will be just like that, unless someone at, at DC steps in and says, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, you've made her less cool. Wonder Woman was the kind of like there are guys who would not like a hero, a, a female hero, because it's a female. They'd be like, "Ugh, whatever, it's a chick." But you can't hate Wonder Woman in the in those other movies, even if she's a chick, because she's such a goddamn badass in all of them. Yeah. Then you watch Wonder Woman 84 and you go like, what is this, My Little Pony? <laughs> like, all the badass just disappears. I mean, she runs down a line of people, dude, deflecting spray and prey. Yeah, she, it's, that scene it's was so, so much cool. better. That scene was just so much better. Like, everything about, like... With the, with the music playing in the back, her <laughs> badass music. Okay, so... <laughs> she goes in slow mo and he's cocking the thing, and it just hits the music, and she's like, tick, 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 tick. 10% of that movie was in slow-mo. Yeah, so... Don't care. One I absolutely loved... Well, I didn't love it, actually. I, I didn't hate it, I should say. I didn't exactly, like, think it was great, but I liked it compared to the first time, which I absolutely fucking hated it. 
the scene where Aquaman walks out of the bar drinking like that bottle of whiskey mm. and he's walking toward the off the dock. Yeah, that's all rock and roll. He, yeah, I hated that scene in the like, first one. Oh, yeah, I'm, I got abs of steel. Yeah, yeah. Ass, yeah. yeah it, it was, was like it a, was good, it was like, but I hated the singing. It was yeah, like a girl started singing. Like, I was like, whiskey or something. It was like, what is this? This time anyway. it was all. It was like it was very same scene, slow, but different music, and they slowed very, it down. Yeah, very slow music. And when they pan through, they actually focused on him for a short bit, and then they pulled the camera to focus on the sign, and then slowly come back to him. It was like done so Dude. much better. You know he's not even in there in the original cut, right? What? Like in the original cut when he when uh when um Batman goes inside to talk to those people, uh Aquaman's not there. He's outside and he t- then it cuts to him talking to him outside. Yeah, yeah. There's no scene and so this is how bad Joss Whedon is. He's so goddamn stupid that he missed the joke. Midway through that movie, Batman they act uh Flash says, what's your superpower? Batman goes, I'm rich. And you go, ha, that's kind of funny. Mm -hmm. That's Whedon's cut. But if you watch the Snyder cut, he literally pulls a stack of money out for Aquaman at the beginning of the movie when Aquaman slams him up against the wall. Yeah, That's freaking part of that joke that comes later on. Because if you watch the Snyder cut, when he says, I'm rich, you go, I like when he paid off freaking Aquaman. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. And Snyder was too dumb to even notice that. So he just no, cut know. that entire scene. You mean that. You know, Josh Whedon. Sorry, Whedon. Sorry, yeah. shit boy who's never made anything good, but people pretended he has. Yeah, it's... Oh, like... And just the resurrection of Superman was done so much better because we got the entire... Like, the beginning premonition scene. Because... Basically, they were telling him, hey, bad, the computer was telling him bad things are going to happen if you mix the cube technology with Kryptonian technology. It yeah, like, it gives you a reason as to why he wakes up ang- like not exactly himself. When yeah. the other one, there's no, there's no understanding as to why. Nothing and what this is already going to lead to, which we got the at the end of the movie, we got the rest of that premonition scene. And obviously, it involves Lois Lane dying. And that's obviously why Batman wants to kill Joker. Um, but we don't know exactly. Like, I'm guessing Joker got Lois Lane killed. Obviously, caused Superman to go down a dark path inside of the dark side. But I don't think it's that simple because you don't. I think I think more along the lines of what it was. Probably he was planning is something like Lois Lane is killed and Bat Superman goes off half cocked after Darksider. Mm-hmm. And the anti-life thing that Darkseid is looking for is used to turn Superman. Oh, I don't well, think yeah. Superman just becomes evil because she died. Because he yeah. wouldn't. Even if she died, he wouldn't just snap and become evil. Well, he you would know just, what I mean? Like, like, leave. With the hate he had in him, if he goes after Darkseid, Darkseid would be able to manipulate him. Yeah. And destroy him. Like, yeah. use the anti-life thing to, to turn him. Yeah. That's probably how it happened. Yeah, the anti-life equation, yeah. Yeah, whatever that is. I don't remember because I didn't read a lot of the book comic yeah. books. My mistake because they're better than freaking Marvel. No, like for instance, like like in the first Justice League 2017, there was never a follow up to the scene in Batman or Superman where the Flash went back in time. Except he went back a little too far, obviously. And that's, we got that's one see- thing I hate about I don't like about the 
the the movies is Flash is running. It just it's weird looking. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, but the thing is, it's weird looking, but it's also more accurate because in the comics, he doesn't technically run super fast when he's trying to go ultra fast. Everything slows down around him. Like yeah, in yeah, his yeah. mind, everything's running at like a millisecond. Yeah, but when yeah. they show him running in slow mo, he's like he's just flapping. It's really, <laughs> it's like he's about to trip all the time. Yeah. Versus when oh, you yeah, watch, I, like I get what you're saying with that. Yeah, versus what yeah. you know when you watch Flash on the Flash show, it works. This well, way, when again, he's in slow mo, it's like it's again. Like, that's because uh, DC has a bunch of people, too many people, like cooks in the kitchen, and yeah. they should have just got the guy from the TV show Flash to be oh, the Flash yeah. in that movie. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. that guy's very good Flash, but yeah, they're very DC. Like I said, DC is run by a group of people. One guy knows what he's doing; everybody else doesn't. And the guy who knows what he's doing doesn't have enough power to get everybody else on board. Yeah. Which is why well, Snyder's yeah, actually... like, I got this great battle plan. We're going to make a ton of money. We're going to make all... Like, remember when I said I don't understand how they didn't make any money off of Justice League? Mm-hmm. Because it made a billion dollars? Yeah, I know how they didn't now. Because those dicks took a thing that was supposed to be two movies that were two and a half hours long and made him cut it down to one movie. Yeah, he spent enough money to make two movies, and they made him cut it to one, and didn't release the other half. That's how they lost money because they are goddamn stupid. <laughs> what did they really think? No one was going to go see the second half of, of Justice League. Yeah. Mm. Like they weren't going to go see it. I, I, you know when that movie ends? Like you know when the first movie ends? It's right after the damn fight, the fight at the yeah. dam. Are you telling me if you watched the first half up to that damn fight, you wouldn't go see the second half? Oh, yeah. Like, those, whoever's writing these, uh, uh, controlling this shit is just stupid. Flat out stupid. You let him shoot for two movies and then told him he couldn't have two movies. And then got mad that you didn't make enough money off of one movie. Just... To cover the cost of two movies, you retards. Well, well it was unfortunate I, sorry, that he had to leave the first movie. I have so much hate for DC because, I mean, they canceled fucking Star- Swamp Thing before the first episode premiered, and it happened to be the highest rated one they've done. Mm-hmm. That goes to show you just how stupid the people at Warner Brothers are. <laughs> no. They folded their thing. It's it's all it's a part of like HBO Max now. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. They they made three shows, ran one season of each. And then can't and then canceled the other one before it premiered, and folded it immediately. Did they expect they were going to be making billions on day one? I guess they did. Why did you even launch it in the first place? You were planning on launching a, a competitive thing called Warner Brothers. They were going to do two things. I don't know if you guys know this. They were going to do Warner Brothers streaming and DC. Why the fuck didn't you just put them together? Yeah, you own all the rights. Yeah, the Animaniacs are on Hulu. What the hell? Like, yeah. if they, I, they were going to do two separate streaming services. The only thing I can think is that someone is such a stupid, greedy prick that he thought he could convince people to pay for both. Yeah, probably. But who cares? Now it's on HBO, and I maybe HBO will be like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to really kick in on this shit. Well, yeah, and they definitely could. Like, I'm sure, like the viewer counts, like is astronomical for Justice League with Snyder's. Cut. I know, that, I know, Titans 
and um, Doom Patrol are both getting a third season on HBO Max. Yeah. That's good. I don't understand why they sold the other ones to the CW, the Swamp Thing to CW, when they could have done it the other way. Why sell anything to CW? CW is just crap. Ugh. Well, the problem with CW is that someone super woke got in, involved with their shit and ruined all of those shows. Like, The Flash used to be great. Arrow used to be great. Do you know that every single character on The Flash has superpowers now? The hell? They gave his wife superpowers. They gave Cisco superpowers. They gave the girl that works with him superpowers. They gave him a time-traveling female daughter who has superpowers. What the hell? They literally just fed superpowers to everybody on that show. So, actually, if anybody doesn't know, the girl that he saves in the car, that Barry saves in the car, that's actually his wife in the future. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> just a real So, we can expect fact. her to get superpowers at one point? The what? I said we can expect her to get superpowers at one point. I don't think so. They just, dude, they just throwing superpowers around on that show. It's so my, my my question is with uh, with that whole thing. How accurate is the Flash show to the comics? It, because well, it's the same he, way he's known other... Iris all his life in the TV show. It's it's the same as any other show. They they play with the the canon a little bit mm -hmm. but it's gotten worse like i would say it was pretty accurate to the arcs for like the first three arcs mm -hmm. and then slowly started spinning out of control as again someone who is incredibly woke was like well our fans love these characters so let's do more with them and then people were like no your fans like barry and a couple other people they're the rest of the people on the show are supporting cast yeah mm. They're not the cast. And you're turning all the supporting cast into the cast. Like, I like, I, I like you do that. Once you do that, you can't kill any of them. Like, I like the Flash. I like uh, all those shows. But they, since they, you know, Arrow's done, I, I, I haven't watched them at all. <laughs> I'm yeah, like, like, dude, when did Arrow get bad? Arrow got bad when, um, all the chicks he knew became the most became, became as important as him. Mm -hmm. When all the uh, family members he had became as important as him, and it stopped focusing. It it's not that they're 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 bringing chicks in or whatever in. It's that when you lose a focus point and you start spreading everything out, it gets loose and then it becomes less entertaining. So when you get to season five and you have to have a story about Laurel. The Black Canary, which is the same person. The people in, like, the ninja group that whoever they were. I forgot, like, their name. Um, you have to have a story for Cisco. You have to have a story for Iris. You have to have a story. Like, you have to have, you have, to have a story for every single person, which means the people that, that really matter, like the Flash, get a quarter of the time for his story because you have to cover everybody else that you've added to the show. And you also can't kill or hurt any of them because then you piss off the fan base. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're not beloved. They were like, yeah, you oh, can't. I don't want them to die. Wow. Dude, that's exactly why Daredevil stayed good for all three of its seasons. Because the first season was about him, Elektra, and what's his name? Um, Wilson Fisk. And everybody else was a supporting character, including his friends. That, season oh, two? Man, that show was so good. 
Season two, guess what? Same thing. Okay. And then season three, the only thing that changed was they added one more villain that became slight focus, but everything stayed mainly about him, Electra, and Wilson Fisk, and then the side characters were just side characters. And they didn't yeah. bloat the story at all. There wasn't like five episodes about freaking um that chick that worked for him. Yeah. But as before we finish up here. The one thing I wanted to add that tied to another story we had earlier about obviously movies going to digital is as well as the Snyder Cut is doing on HBO right now, I guarantee somebody at HBO is going, hey, people love this. You guys going to follow up and do the follow-up to this storyline so we can put it on HBO? Somebody's asking that question. Yeah, they have been. And he said he basically told the fan base to go after himself. Yeah, but I'm sure there's there's conversations and stuff going on behind back doors with HBO and Warner brothers. And something says that they, someone's going to go, Hey, you need to get that guy, Zach back here. And you need to make more of those movies. Let's hope so. All right, I got to go, dude. Let's wrap this up. All right. So anyway, we're at the end of the talking gaming and tech podcast. We've hoped you enjoy this lovely part about our view of the Snyder cut from justice league Snyder cut. That is anyway, it's been an amazing movie. Four hours. Watch it in one sitting if you can. If you can't, well, watch it in parts because it's in parts. Um, so, and just, yeah, you'll thoroughly enjoy it, I'm sure, if, you're, if you've been a fan of DC. If you're a fan of, well, I mean, it's what it is. I hope you like dark films because it's a dark film. And uh, subtle jokes, not, hey, this Come is on, a joke. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I got to eat. So... Go check it out, and obviously go check out our YouTube.com slash GetTech, and we will see you next week, hopefully, at this time. He has to figure out what his schedule is. <laughs> I, I, I can actually look real quick, but yeah, anyway, All right. I will work. So anyway, till next week. For the latest and greatest in gaming and tech, get teched, everyone. <laughs>